You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that's sensual, but not sexual. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Dan Manning, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Third Chair, and I'm Jim Davis. Dan, I lied. This podcast is 100% sexual, and what we are going to do today on this very sexual podcast is talk about mm. the 607th ever Garfield strip. Dear God, what have we done with our lives? Uh, it is February 15th, 1980. It's the Ides of February. That's a thing. Uh, a, a, a rare Ides. A rare Ides. Rare they, Ides. It only occurs once every month. Oh, today is today is April twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. It has been one week since four twenty. And Avengers: Infinity War, uh, Marvel Studios presents Avengers: Infinity War, part one of one. TM wow, that's out already. Released. Huh? Yeah, right. I it's, wonder if it's any make good. Too many movies. Um. Uh. So uh, I'm so behind if, on the Marvel movies. This is... I haven't. I haven't seen like the third Captain America. I haven't seen the third Iron Man. Or no, I saw that one. I haven't seen the. Th- the uh, the uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok, or Thor Ragnarok, yeah, what, yeah, the raccoon That's really good. one, um, yeah, I don't know. I oh, d- Guardians uh, of the Galaxy, Guardians um, of the Galaxy. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, I have see, a lot of movies. We might be podcast. Like- uh, we might be podcasting into a dystopian future where um, the only currency is tickets to Avengers: Infinity War. And um, our 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 friends and family have been turned twisted against us by the terrible, awful draw of tickets to the film Avengers: Infinity Wars in theaters now. It stars all of your favorites. <laughs> Chris Evans is probably gonna die. Um, maybe he's not. I don't know. Somebody knows. Kevin Feige knows. J.J. Abrams knows. Who knows? Other than those people I just saw. It's it movie comes out in a week. A lot of people know. Probably in the thousands. Probably. Seems like a thing. Uh, anyway. Speaking of animated works. Uh, Garfield. Yes. Speaking of motionless still images with text. Oof. Yikes. Oof. T- You're yeah, not wrong. Um, uh, okay. Today, I'm going to just... Spoiler alert. There are three panels today. There's a first panel, there's a second panel, there's a third panel. That's it. That's all you get. There's no more. Only three? Only Ugh. three. There are That's three like, speech bubbles. Ni- next you're gonna next you're gonna tell me that the that that there's no border around panel two. I'm not even gonna get a fully bordered comic panel. You know what? I'm not even gonna tell you that. I don't have time to tell you that there is no border around panel two. Because I'm on a deadline here, and I gotta get to the dialogue, such as it is, in the first panel. And it reads as follows. How's Garfield, panel one name drop, adjusting to the farm? This line is spoken by John's father. Biologically a Neanderthal. 
And Neanderthal. Yes, that's absolutely true. The sloping forehead. Um, that's really what. Oh, yeah. We, are we going to get into phrenology on this podcast? Oh, yeah. We are. Get out your calipers, baby. Mm. Sexy, sexy calipers. Um, so John and John's father are are resting their arms and heads on the on, on a fence and they're they're surrounded by a, a just an ocean of green nondescript background they both look pretty bored there's some light texturing there it's kind of grassy or grass adjacent oh, oh sure go ahead and describe the background i i i i i, I labeled nondescript it's sure that's fine. lightly Whatever. stippled i guess that it's yeah, that's a good point because because in the second panel uh it uh becomes uh delineated in the sense that uh half of it is is lightly stippled as you said and the, the other half is just a solid green the light green isn't is wild like i Mm. this creative choice Mm -hmm. is still boggling my mind i just don't understand how the art here happened on so many levels there are so many strange choices about panel two i mean there's it's just everything is missing like he didn't finish drawing it Uh, no, no. Clearly, he did not finish. I like. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. Oink right. is funny. There's not. I'm not. Oink. I'm not. I'm not dissing. Oink is oink. funny. Uh, yeah. No. There's. I'm not criticizing this panel at all. Um, I actually think it's pretty. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and label this my panel of the week. I I feel like that's fair. That is probably. Yeah, that's that's probably a good panel of the week. I I I don't. I, I'll I'll give mine later. I think <laughs> it'll be either Sunday or I will retroactively um, name something panel of the week because there's some nice stuff on Sunday. Honestly, like I would have really appreciated if this strip were just this panel three times. Yeah, it's like Jim Davis doesn't understand economy of story in the slightest mm, no um i mean i know that's understatement of the century on this podcast but like mm-hmm. he he only under i feel like he only understand he can only like communicate he can only tell stories in the three panel format whether regardless of whether they need two panels one or zero or like <laughs> don't even tell the joke um but like it could have just been oink just them watching mm-hmm. maybe like i i guess it's i guess there's some funny text there but it takes up way too much space you don't need um in fact just cut off panel one and keep the comic exactly the same and it is three times funnier <laughs> like with the like subordinate clause that references something we haven't seen in, yeah, you, in the you third don't panel. need how's Garfield adjusting to the farm. You just want the punchline. Yeah, how's the farm adjusting to Garfield? Yeah, okay. I see. Like, you cut out the, the you the mean New as Yorker well. okay. caption concept. If this were a New Yorker caption contest, you just want the mm. caption. Like, what is the essence of this joke here? Which is that Garfield is riding a pig. Oh yeah, that's sorry. We I guess we buried the lead there. Uh, Garfield yeah. is riding a pig. Is this Orson? 
Um, uh, almost certainly. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it is for for the purposes of 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 bringing in a larger canon. Um, this could be proto Orson the same way that like Maru in his early appearances was labeled as Jumpman. This could still be a, a pig <laughs> who became Orson. Oh man, yeah. And then that or that early like second installment where Garfield was the villain. Oh, that was. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that that joke wor- would work less if Garfield wasn't the villain of this comic. Touche, touche. Uh, um, at least ca- chaotic neutral. Garfield is. Cha- um, I think he might be chaotic evil. I mean, he's definitely chaotic. Okay, we're agreed there. That's that's um, all I have. It's he's very chaotic. Okay, as long as that system, my D and D group has. We have our own three axis system. Um, I'm not going to get into that. We're because we're talking about. We need to talk about panel two. Well, you will get into art. it in the Patreon bonus content. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. That's already up on Patreon. Okay. Um, the the autarkic communal egalitarian, hier- egalitarian hierarchical active passive system. It's all right, great. you just you just um, got into it. Okay, all right, there we go. Uh, J- J- John's dad doesn't have legs, John. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we buried the other lead here. Yeah. Uh, is that, yeah. Is that? Yeah, John's dad doesn't have legs. Um, I mean. And this is like, like, oh yeah, okay, it's fairly typical for Jim Davis to just not, like, flat out not draw things he doesn't want to draw. Um, this is one of the well, more blatant... The, the pipes are there? Yeah. It's Examples? just, you can, yeah. it, it's highlighted. Like, you can't look yeah. at this panel without seeing, oh, yeah, it's, there's a, there's a clear line where, below which, he is hovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like his body is growing out of the lower crossbar of the fence. I don't know why. Like, I, like could could there you maybe try some, like, like a smear? little bit smear? No. Yeah, like some like a little, just a little bit of leg, just a little hint that it could like fade out immediately, but just sort of imply because obviously I understand the constraints of an artist. You want to have a clear shot of of Garfield on that fucking pig. It's hilarious, objectively. Yeah. And it's a cat. Cats don't do that. Yeah, cats don't do that. Yeah, you, and and like apparently you're just like dead set on having the oink onomatopoeia in there to make it clear to the reader that this is a pig. I guess um, like you didn't want the legs to obscure the onomatopoeia. Yeah, I feel like I feel like oink. It sort of balances it because there's the speed lines on the right side, mm-hmm. and then on the left side there'd just be a bunch of extra. I mean, I guess leg space. Uh, you could just kind of space. Yeah, the you could put out. legs in that leg space, and then like, like if you look at the pig's tail, right? That's a pretty lovingly rendered pig tail. Like it's I pretty mean, he- detailed. Like and 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 John Arbuckle's legs are right there behind it. They don't interfere. Like it's completely clear that uh, that is a pig's tail in front of a pair of human legs. I don't think yeah, drawing but I think John's dad's legs between, would have would have broken it. Uh, I think there's a difference between portraying tails versus portraying a face, portraying two faces. Even um, Garfield's head needs more room. He needs to sing. It's the it's the mm. center of the frame. You're not really looking at the leg. You're looking at Garfield's face. That needs to be eye catching. You can't you can't clutter that up. You you wanna 
you're drawn to it. There's like a triangle. You see the triangle between Oink and the pig's face and Garfield. It's mm. it's like a perfect focus hole to to mm. stare into. That's what John and John's I, dad. Yes, I, I mean it seems like a lot of empty space there between the oink, the triangle of the oink, the pig face, and the cat and the Garfield face. Like, yeah, that's your blind spot. It's right at the center of your vision, and so yeah. you're not going to see there. You're just going to see all around that. I guess I still would have preferred to have legs there. I mean, like, I. I don't know. I, I I mean, like, I'm not saying it completely ruins the the reality of the universe. Like, I think I think your your like explanation for the no legs uh, situation. I I think I think that theory has legs. Oh, what is? Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, it does. but oh, I yeah. mean, like, I, I I don't know. I I just think like there had to be like a better way to go about this entire thing. Like, like maybe like draw John's dad like farther to the left, you know? So the oink speech bubble wasn't at all in the way, you know? Yeah, that'd be fair. Like, I think you could have his legs over oink. Um, I, I think the, the, the takeaway though, is that Jim Davis is a shitty artist. Um, I feel like that's, I think that's what we're what we've we've gotten to here is that that was that was a conclusion I came to in a thesis huh. once. I was trying to to reconcile um, the um, the 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 socialism of Jack London combined with also his like weird libertarian. We should all live in the woods bent. And uh, the conclusion I came to is I think Jack London is just an idiot who didn't realize that his two sort of ethoses were at odds with each other. Um, huh. Well, I think I think we can all agree that Jack London knew a lot about how to build a fire. Uh, in fact, if you read that story, it's all about how he doesn't know how to build a fire. That's I'm um, sorry. That's the one story of his that I have read. That's uh, uh, he dies because uh, he can't build a fire, right? I think that's yeah, he what dies because he can't build a fire, and his dog yeah. is like, "Fuck no!" Um, Spoiler alert for uh, uh, the short story his, "To Build a to- Fire" by Jack London. <laughs> um, his two most famous novels, White Fang and Cold Wild, which are commonly published together, um, have are essentially um, movies ab- or books about wolves. But like, it's the exact opposite story. One is about like a dog who learns how to like f- fight, who learns how to be a real man, dog wolf, and then the other <laughs> is about a wolf who becomes like socialized and like uh-huh. learns the meaning of friendship and like strong communal bonds and and like labor rights. Um, <clears throat> Whoa. They're just completely at odds with each other. Um, <laughs> huh. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I got to read more Jack London, I guess. No, don't. He's. It's. I mean, you can. It's just, I don't know. I just happened to write a paper on that. That's one of my favorite conclusions. Mm. That, like, turns out, I think it's, I think, I, I don't think that there's, like, something to it. I think maybe the writer was just a little dumb. Um, <laughs> you know what? I know. After a careful analysis, I think uh, I think this writer might have been a little dumb. Yeah, I think I just I, I mean I said it in like fancy academic language, but like yeah, that was the conclusion of this episode of being Jim Davis. Um, okay, all right. 
Oh, I, it, it doesn't. This doesn't have to be the end. I just sort of that seemed like a that seemed like a spot. But I mean, we're we're still I was here. Gonna... I think. Oh yeah, we didn't really get to panel three. Oh yeah, panel three. John says, "You mean how's the farm adjusting to Garfield?" Emphasis implied. Yeah, because it's the opposite of what he said in panel one. Mm-hmm. If you remember, if you think back to panel one, like half an hour ago when this episode started. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. going forever. <laughs> we're going to die here, John. You get the gist of it. You get the gist of it. How do you feel about Stephen Crane? Uh, Stephen Crane? I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't know Stephen Crane. Hmm. I, I, I fell in love with, uh, the open boat. I really mm-hmm. liked that story. Uh, I mean, I, it's super uh, fucked up uh, and, and depressing, but you know. You like that sort I'm of thing. I'm a bad lit major. I don't um uh I don't I don't read lit literature. Rather, I haven't read any literature in like a long time. So, I mean since since college, I guess. Since um, since you were a lit major. <laughs> since I was a lit major, I guess. Uh Uh She wore a yellow ribbon. Is what I'm saying. Anyway, okay. Um Hey, the Telltale Heart. That te- that's that's sure. I know, I know that Stephen Crane's the Telltale the Telltale Stephen heart. K- Crane's the Telltale Heart. <laughs> Matt Groening's the Telltale Heart. Uh, um, Daniel Dennett's the Selfish Gene. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, mercy! <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast about things and the stuff that something something you can support the program by leaving us a review on itunes or the podcatcher of your choice why not visit our website www.beingjimdavis.com you can do things there you can also follow the program on twitter at being jim davis you can follow me everywhere on the internet at inscrutable taco and i'm at manual danning thanks for listening you bunch of animals uh thank you and good night was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows <laughs>